What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Okay, hold it just a second. Sarah, turn the music off for just a second. I got to get right to this. This is breaking news, and I may have to reverse myself on how I feel about what's going on in Israel. Uh, they've just released a prisoner a couple of days ago. He has just met with the press, and I'm going to translate for you. Um, you see the uh, Hamas reporter coming up to this kid, maybe 16 years old. He has his hands and his arms bandaged. Uh, he can't move them. They're in slings. Uh, and, and the reporter says, Mohammed, what happened to you? Well, an Israeli police unit entered my cell and the jailers. They entered to count us. We put our hands on our heads. They entered in the section and started shouting on the microphones. Uh, so we would get scared for them to enter. No one gave a reaction. They entered and started beating and beating me. More beating. I tried to push him away from me. So, But he kept beating me. He struck me in the head and the beating hitting me. He hit me on the head. My back is mangled. My hands are broken. I've, I was in pain for a week on the floor, someone helping me with drinking and eating, laying on the floor. Didn't they give you any medicine or treatment? No, not a single thing. Oh, my gosh. The proof is right there. They release him and he's bandaged up and he's telling his story. I mean, how do you deny your eyes? Well, we could back up. Two days before, when he was actually seen leaving the prison where he received this brutal beating. And here he is uh, leaving the prison, checking out of the prison. Uh, no bandages. Like he said, they didn't help him. Right. Uh, so he has no bandages on his arms, on his hands. His hands are not in a sling. He doesn't seem to be in, in pain. There he is walking down. He... He's about to get on the bus and uh, puts his hands in his pockets there and then uh, gets on the bus. And you'll see he painfully, or not so much, grabs on to the, the bus railing to to get in. There he is, grabbing that bus railing. And hmm. wow. Seemed totally fine in that footage. Two days, two days before he's released. And he hit it that well. well. He hit it that well. Sometimes you have an injury and it takes a couple of days to really feel, really feel it. Really feel it. You know what feel I mean? it. If they crush your hands. Yeah. Yeah. The first yeah. day it feels totally fine. Mm -hmm. And then a couple of days later, wow, that, that pain yeah. kicks in. But don't worry. It's probably AI. It's probably AI. Not, yeah. Just don't even pay attention to that. There we go. You know, it's almost like we're dealing with the devil, you know? Uh, almost. Hamas? Almost. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's uh, strong. Uh, this is just a, a political organization. I mean, here is the deal that Israel made with uh, Hamas. Um, Israel releases the convicted terrorists and accomplices from prison. Uh, this time it's actually cheap. It's only three terrorists for every hostage. So you'll have to give them three bad guys for every baby. Um, and it, I'm being sincere here. The, uh, the rate in the past has usually been a thousand to one. But let's not talk about proportionality, you know what I mean? And, uh, or moral equivalence, you know. 
these aren't innocent civilians uh, that Israel just grabbed off the street. These are terrorists and accomplices. And here's a guy, this kid, who has just released this poor kid. He's just a boy. Uh, now doing propaganda, lies about how he was beaten in prison when the clear evidence shows, no, uh-uh, that's not true. Supposedly, those who are uh, being let go uh, don't have blood on their hands. You know, somebody who actually killed Israelis, just the losers, the ones who tried and failed. Uh, you know, the, the shooters, the stabbers, the suicide bombers that failed. The least evil among them uh, would be uh, a guy named Ahed Tamimi. Uh, he's great. He's the Palestinian version of Greta Thunberg. Um. And, well, she was rearrested uh, after she uh, wrote that uh, she looked forward to eating Jews' brains and drinking their blood. Now, I don't know what they're like, honestly. Um, I, don't know what, I, I, I don't know what a Jew brain tastes like. If it has cilantro, I won't even try it. Yeah, some people don't like cilantro. I don't. Tastes like soap to me. Really? So, yeah, but that's all she did. Uh, was just right that she looked forward to eating Jews' brains and drinking their blood. Uh, and she's, you know, this is why she was rearrested. She's She's been in jail a few times for a, a few things that she's done. But she's the least evil of them. Let me tell you, let me tell you the real deal on who's being released uh, from uh, from prison and what it means to you. Let me first just tell you about our sponsor. It's My Patriot Supply. The country's largest preparedness company. You may need them soon. Uh, you know, we used to trust our institutions. Uh, not really the case anymore. You know, uh, they lie to us every day. They're spying on us, as we said last hour. I mean, incredible breaking story on last hour's uh, podcast. Um, and it's gone from bad to worse. Never been a better time in our nation's history to be more self-reliant so you can secure the future for your family. It's something the people who, you know, came out of the Depression understood. Something I think we need to understand as well. My Patriot Supply can help. Their best-selling three-month emergency food kit provides delicious breakfast, lunch, and dinner that last up to 25 years in, sto- in storage. And right now, it's $200 off. 2,000 calories a day, add water, heat, and you got it. My Patriot Supply. Call them by 3 o'clock in the afternoon and your order will ship on the same day. Do it now. MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Now, Greta, the real Greta, not Ahed Tamimi, who was just talking about eating the brains of Jews. The real Greta uh, and all of her fellow travelers uh, on the radical intersectional left uh, was shouting, crush Zionism. from the river uh, to the sea. Uh, so it's not like we have any radicals here of ourselves. At least Greta has not said she wants to eat my brain or anybody who disagrees with her, uh, which is nice of her, which is nice. Um, but, you know, maybe they taste like Swedish meatballs. I don't know. I don't know. Another woman that was released stabbed her neighbor in the back. Now, imagine being the neighbor that was stabbed or her children when the would-be murderer comes back to live right across the street. Hey, mom, let's take a walk. What do you say? That's not a bug, by the way. That's a feature. Hamas's goals for the prisoner releases is not only to cede Judea and Samaria, uh, Samaria with, its, uh, with its own crazies, 
but it also is psychological. These people who have been your neighbor who said, I'm going to eat your brain. Uh, I'm going to stab you and then does blows up, you know, uh, a suicide vest fails. But that's your neighbor. You know, I think that might be a little it might make you a little tense, you know, there in the neighborhood. And that's what they want. We're looking at evil again, and I'm shocked at how many people can't see it. These terrorists come home. They have a hero's welcome, complete with parades and Hamas flags. It's a psychological victory for Hamas. Now imagine being a neighbor, but you're an Israeli soldier. You put your life on the line to capture that scumbag. You took the extra insane risk to make no uh, make sure no unnecessary harm came to him or her. And now they're being uh, released. Oh, okay. All right. Then they're released. They go back to, you know, talking about eating your brains and killing your children. I mean, imagine being that soldier. How would you feel? Imagine being that woman who is stabbed and there's your neighbor again. What is it worth? I mean, you can't say no to this hostage deal, but it is a deal with the devil. It is. Last time they made this bargain, there was a guy who had no blood on his hands. His name was Sinwar. Have you heard the name Sinwar lately? Probably not. We don't like to cover it or say, you know, the truth. Sinwar, the guy who was released last time, no blood on his hands. Uh, he's now the Hamas leader. He was the mastermind of October 7th. A demon. This is a deal with the devil. And again, sometimes you make those deals. This isn't the first time, probably not going to be the last time. But so far, they have all fully lived up to the devil's reputation. They've all blown up in Israel's face at one time or another, sooner or later. Here's why I'm talking to you about this. Pay attention. Pay close attention. Because the way things are going on our border, on, well, let me play this. Can I get, give me the montage? Do you remember the montage on TikTok that was saying, oh, Osama bin Laden is great? Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's the latest trend on TikTok. Listen to this. I started uh, reading Quran. Making- I just started reading the Quran. So I've been reading the Quran, and I have a. Salam. Good morning. Bye. And this is why so many people are starting to read the Quran. So I ordered a Quran, and I just wanted to show you how heavy. Okay, so I'm an ex-Christian reading the Quran. Today, I'm going to go through fighting, fighting war. Started reading the Quran. Um, this is the. The Quran and Ron Joseph. So I have started already tonight a little bit. It is my first time reading the Quran. I thought I would share my thoughts on the first. This sentence from the Quran just answered a question I. Okay, guys, so I got. Stop. I've read the Quran. I recommend you read the Quran. But my response wasn't that response. Mine wasn't, I just read the Quran and oh my gosh, this is fantastic. Oh, trees, shout out. Tell me when there's a Jew behind you or behind the rock. (laughs) I love that. I love that. 
You should read the Quran. You should read all of it, not excerpts of it. You should read all of it. You should know what you're dealing with. But what you're dealing with here is a group of people that take that without any, any update and believe, yeah, we've got to kill all the Jews. Your propaganda, this is, this is, I mean, we have just plowed the fields for Satan to plant all of the worst seeds. Look at what's happening. This is going on, and on TikTok, you're starting to see people say, I just love the Quran. I'm just, I just started reading it, and it's inspiring. October 7th, this year, people are in our streets saying, kill them. I want to kill the Jews, gas the Jews. They're quoting Hitler in our streets. This is why I say, the way things are going, we're going to have to make a deal with the devil at some point as well. We may have to sign our, our own name in our children's blood on a dotted line. Doesn't have to be that way. But we have to decide who the real victims are here. Right now, everybody's trying to convince you you're a victim. You're not a victim. You live in the greatest country ever known to mankind at the greatest time to be human. It's never been this good. Oh, I know it looks rocky in the future. And I will tell you this. We've made huge mistakes, but it has never been a better time to be alive in this country. Not just the world. Here, you won the lottery. You're not a victim. And we don't have to deal with the devil. We just have to decide we're not doing it. I'm not dancing with you. Sorry, not making a deal with you. If we're willing to learn from the past, we look the devil in the eye and name him. If we remember who we are, we remember what the truth is. We remember what good and evil is, what right and wrong is. If we can find the courage, if we can find the reason, if we can find our moral compass once again, then we won't have to sign that deal with the devil. But I warn you, we will. You know, the, you know the worst, who the worst are in our society right now? Who's doing more damage to the United States of America? Those people who say they claim to believe in the Constitution and either don't know it or don't stand for it. Those people who say they're a follower of the Judeo-Christian principles, but they don't know it and they don't live it. Those people who said, I've had enough, but won't stand up and say it in their own office. Why do we keep looking at all the bad guys? We know who they are. Why don't we start looking at the good guys and saying, hey, where are you, dude? Stand up. Where are you? Why aren't you living these principles? Why can't you quote the Constitution? Why don't you know all of the rights? How can you possibly restore something if you don't even know what it is? That's our task. That's our task. That's our privilege to serve at this time.
That's our honor. It is, it is not just an honor. It's a miracle that you are listening at this time. You're alive today in this country. You have access to the information. You're awake and paying attention to it. It's a miracle. You're not a hapless dupe. What are you doing standing around? And you don't have to, you don't have to, you just have to do what you're supposed to do. I'm not telling you what to do. And I'm, I'm excoriating myself. I don't think I do enough. We got to stand up. We got to do it in our own homes. We have to say, you know what? No, you're not going to college. No. Because that's indoctrination. You're not going. I don't care what the world says. No. We got to start doing those things. And stop dancing with the devil. Unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. Those are some of the most powerful words ever spoken. Spoken at a time and place where babies were being murdered left and right. They are words of blessing. Words of love. They remind us that every life on earth, including the unborn, was so special to God that he sent his own to become a little baby. For unto us, a child is born. Earlier this morning, I talked about how 40 days and 40 nights change people. It just uh, historically, there's something about the 40 days and 40 nights. You do something for 40 days and 40 nights. Something good comes out of that. Five thousand dollars. Uh, will sponsor the entire preborn network to save kids. On average, it's about $200, 200 uh, kids a day. Uh, a donation of $5,000 will sponsor the entire network across the country for 24 hours and rescue 200 babies. I challenged members of the audience. I challenge you. Tanya and I will take care of the first 20 days. So we'll pay for the first 20 days. Can the audience match me and do the second 20 days so we can save 8,000 children have a chance to live 40 days, 40 nights because of you? You willing to join me on that? If so, you can donate by hitting pound 250, saying the keyword baby, uh, pound 250 keyword baby, or you can go online. I recommend this because uh, it's been heavy traffic today. Preborn.com slash Beck. That's preborn.com slash Beck. This message sponsored by Preborn. 10 seconds, station ID. I mean, what else do we have to talk about, really? I mean, we told you about the CTIL files. If you don't know what that is, Go back and listen to hour number two of the podcast today. It is, uh, it's the, I think this is the fulfillment of every dystopian, you know, uh, movie that Tom Cruise is in or, you know, Kiefer Sutherland. It's, it's the fulfillment of that in real life. It's just not as, not as entertaining. I'm, yeah. I'm not as excited by uh, by yeah. watching it. This is this is our government doing psyops on the American people. Uh, it is not only spying on us. It's uh, and not only censoring us. It is actually 
doing psyops on the American public. We have evidence of it now. It's being presented in front of Congress this week by Michael Schellenberger. You don't have this story. Listen to hour number two of today's podcast, wherever you get your podcast, or you can get it in our daily update. Just sign up for free. Get a daily update of the show prep every day. That story is in today. It is astounding what our government is doing and what all the Western governments, the five eyes, are doing to our own population. program. All right, it's time to let Goldline help you build a hedge around your financial house, one that will help protect you and your family from the insanity that's boiling over in our current economy. If you're a regular listener to this program, I don't have to tell you how crazy things have gotten under the Biden administration or how crazy they could be if he gets another four years, or I don't even know what would happen if, if you know, Jesus were elected. I have no idea. It bears repeating. If you can do something to protect yourself, you should do it. Now, there is stability. It is the gold standard. It's what caused a lot of this problem. We got off the gold standard in the 1970s. Middle East boiling over. Gold prices are soaring up to 12% this month alone. They say, and I don't know how much stock I put in this, but economic predictions are now that it will hit $3,000 an ounce next year. I have no idea, but please, please call Goldline now. They got a special on silver that's going on. Call Goldline, goldline.com. Call them right now and just get the information. 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE. Call them right now. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Just use the promo code Glenn. You'll get your subscription to Blaze TV for 20 bucks off. So I just saw that uh, Bitcoin is down, what, $537 today. Panic! I know, panic. Uh, It it is incredible. It's almost up to 40,000 again. I know. It's like 38 or $37,000 now per Bitcoin. Legitimately incredible, considering there's been a slew of bad news over the past year. People may know Sam Bankman Freed. Yeah. Uh, There's a big Bidance thing that happened uh, last week. Um, But you you also have the government saying, we're never going to do that. We're gonna we're gonna introduce our own Fed coin. Yeah, Elizabeth Warren is not on board. So if Elizabeth Warren is on board, should you be? I mean, shouldn't you agree with whatever Elizabeth Warren says? She's not on board for. She's not a big fan of the Bitcoin. Oh, she's not for the CBDs. Oh, oh, she. Lo- I'm sure she'd be fine with that. Yeah, but sure not does not want Bitcoin. No, this is decentralized. They don't have control of it, so of course people don't like it. But it is interesting to see. I mean, this is a big part of uh, what the argentinian the new guy malay down there yep. he's a big bitcoin guy um you know the you know there's you know some of the can- a lot of the candidates uh are pretty good on this topic as well including even i have to say rfk jr is, mm-hmm. is good on this i'm not a fan of uh ramaswamy is big on this uh desantis has DeSantis. been desantis has been really good on the central bank digital currency i mean he people are like why is he even talking about this you know a year ago well, I think we've seen how important it is. And let me let me show you because I, I want to put together a show next year on CBDC and show what it really is. Let me just show you a couple of things I found here recently. Uh, cut eleven. This is a Dutch political commentator on central bank digital currencies because this is happening all over the Western world. 
Listen. If we accept the fact that a QR code grants us access to society, what makes you think that they won't link that to anything else except for your vaccination status? What if that green screen on your phone that grants you access to society turns red the moment you take a flight too many, or you uh, eat meat too much, or you didn't recycle your plastic yesterday, how dare you? What if that green screen on your phone that is linked to your digital wallet that's filled with nothing more but, <laughs> I'm gonna say it, central bank digital currencies, will turn red the moment you say something that the government classifies as hate speech. What if they can turn off your life at the push of one button? If they can do it in China, they can do it here. Ladies and gentlemen, freedom that is limited to those who do and say exactly what the government wants them to do and say is no freedom. It's imprisonment trends up as freedom. And we need to see it for what it is if we want to turn this around, that is. We need to wake up, we need to speak up, we need to say no, draw a line, and disobey these laws. Now, listen, in Australia, here's a politician in Australia warning the Australians about central bank digital currencies. Cut 50. Let's be blunt. The so-called trusted digital identity bill represents a watershed moment in Australian history. We stand at the divide between a free personal enterprise future and a digital surveillance age. If nothing is done to stop this bill, government will sit in the middle of every interaction Australians have with each other and with the world. And it achieves this in the same way China does, by creating a digital identity that forms a central part of a person's life. You can call it a license to live. What began with COVID contact tracing vaccine passports and QR check-ins will soon be formalized by an inescapable digital identity. It signals the complete end of consumer privacy, the end of citizen anonymity, and the beginning of a big brother digital age that treats the people of Australia as products rather than free human beings. The government intends to build a complete digital record of every Australian to be shared and used. Our medical history, our shopping preferences, who we associate with, whether our choices are really so-called green, social security, veteran services, travel records, website viewing, employment status, and social media comments. Everything will go on the record and be available to any large corporation that can pay for access. Now, let me give you one from the United States. This is a member of the uh, Minneapolis Federal Reserve, as the president of the Minneapolis Federal Reserve uh, Bank, this is what he says about CBDCs. Central bank digital currency. Do you think that that is something that you all should be looking into seriously? How to, to what degree should you be looking into it seriously? Just what, what are your thoughts on CBDCs? I mean, as the, uh, my colleagues at the Federal Reserve have talked about, we are examining it. Uh, I'll tell you my personal bias is I'm pretty skeptical. I keep asking anybody, anybody at the Fed or outside of the Fed, to explain to me what problem this is solving. A digital, I can send anybody in this room $5 with Venmo right now, right? No, seriously. So what is it that a CBDC could do that Venmo can't do? And all I get is a bunch of hand-waving. I get a bunch, well, maybe it's better for financial inclusion. Maybe it's better for cross-border remittances. Maybe, is there any evidence that it is? And you know, they say, well, what about China? China is doing it. Well, I can see why China would do it. If they want to monitor every one of your transactions, 
You could do that with the central bank digital currency. You can't do that with Venmo. If you want to impose negative interest rates, you could do that with the central bank digital currency. You can't do that with Venmo. And if you want to directly tax customer accounts, you could do that with the central bank digital currency. You can't do that with Venmo. So I get why China would be interested. Why would the American people be for that? <laughs> yeah. So this kind of goes into what I'm talking about tonight on TV. Gaslighting. Do you know what that term even means? Yeah, I, did, I, I didn't for a long time, but I do now. Uh, yeah. Mainly because so many people say it, I made myself look it up. Right. <laughs> and I was like, what does this even mean? I, can't, I don't even understand it. And it is, uh, I mean, it's, it is really, it fe- seemingly really is going on. Oh, I've got to prove it to you tonight. First okay. of all, I'm starting the show tonight, going back to the 1940s uh, and showing you where I'm being, you're being gaslit. They're gaslighting you. Where that term came from, what it meant. It's important context because the polls are in. The two issues Americans are most concerned about right now. Number one, the economy. Number two, immigration. And the gaslighting on these two issues from the Biden administration and the media are, it's crazy. It is crazy town, bonkers. We're being lied to about the state of the economy. We're being lied to about what's really happening at the border. Tonight, I'm going to show you the real numbers. Uh, and they're, uh, they're a little shocking. They're a little shocking. Don't miss tonight's Wednesday night special, 9 p.m. Eastern on Blaze TV, then 9.30 Eastern on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Glenn Beck. Are we still running the uh, Blaze TV uh, cyber that was just on Monday? You can join us now and you'll save 20 bucks with the promo code Glenn at blazetv.com slash Glenn, blazetv.com slash Glenn. We'll see you tonight at 9 p.m. Let me tell you about Legacy Box. Preserving your family members matters. This I am I, I am such a weirdo. I know my kids are going to be like, hey, dad, oh, thank you so much. The minute I die, they're dumping boxes of stuff. Uh, I mean, I'm practically a pack rat, but I believe in preserving history. Probably a little too much. But you are your family's historian. Uh, We didn't have, I have very few pictures from the Beck side of the family. I have very little from the Jansen side of my family, my mom's side. It's important what happened and who your relatives were and what they went through, that really matters, especially at a time like right now. I, I'm absolutely convinced if we lose this fight, nobody's going to believe that people ever lived the way we lived. Air travel alone. No way. No way. Yeah. And it's like it's like right now. Nobody could believe that you used to get dressed up to go to the airport. And it was like a big deal and you'd buy a new suit or a new dress to go fly someplace. But that's the way it used to be. That's history. We need to preserve it. Right now, Legacy Box is having the best sale of the year. It won't last long. Legacybox.com slash Beck. You're going to save 65% during the uh, Legacy Box Cyber Week event. This is the biggest sale for them of the year. It's the Legacy Box Cyber Week event, limited quantities, ready to ship. This deal is going to go fast. Shop Legacy Box's lowest prices of the year now at LegacyBox.com slash Beck. You take all of the 
pictures, the film, the videotapes, everything else. You put it in a legacy box. You send it when you're ready. Legacybox.com slash Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So I have a story that is going to be a difficult story to tell. Uh, it happened on a flight uh, from Moscow to some other place in Russia. And uh, the passengers and the crew cheered when police came on board and arrested uh this woman um she was on a five-hour flight she was sitting in economy class she's sitting next to a guy who's a stranger and um let me just i'll read the on a uh flight from moscow a female passenger went on a rampage and orally raped her male neighbor um she pulled down his trousers and committed violent acts of a sexual nature. At first, the man resisted. Later, and I'm quoting, the neighbor stopped resisting. Okay. Uh, all of this happened in front of flight attendants and other passengers. Uh, surprisingly, they say the flight attendants waited until the end of the action and then move the lady further away from him. Now, wait a minute. This mm -hmm. is being described as a rape. They waited to, yeah. until the end of the rape? Until, they've, until yes. I get I, that's, that's, I don't just think that's what I'm pretty sure that's not what you're supposed to do in, in that situation. I'm pretty sure. I have a lot of questions about the story. I but do, that, too. I, that, I do, too. Okay. Uh, the woman fought with the stewardesses. Uh, she apparently... Quote, didn't want to leave her newly made companion. <laughs> is that the right way? This is a person who was sexually assaulted. Is he a companion of well, hers? Ap or? Apparently, uh, for her, it was okay. Um, well, that's, that's, that's the important part. Right. Mm -hmm. She said everything was fine. I had a good time. Oh, okay. Well, that's uh, good. And uh, she's been... She's been fined 500 rubles. Which uh, is uh, 11 cents. Uh, it's uh, actually, well, it's, this is from London, so it's $4, uh, <laughs> so, I'm sorry, four pounds and 40 pence, I think it is. <laughs> I barely exaggerated. So it's, it's, like, it's like five and a quarter. Okay. So, mm -hmm. you know, uh, so, no word from the, the, the again, man. I do, I do have... I don't want to be a victim denier here. I have very Correct. many questions as to whether this actually was a rape, but they are describing it as a rape and she got fined five bucks. Yeah, <laughs> that's the Russia's got some interesting laws. Yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. It does. Uh, you know, men make the laws. Yeah. They and make the laws. Like, well, if men get raped at five dollar <laughs> fee. <laughs> I was like, remember, there was a rule, a law for a while in some of the Western states where you could there was no speed limit 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then if, if you happen to go, if you were recklessly driving so fast that it was reckless, they would give you a $5 uh, mm-hmm. fee that you could pay in cash to the officer, mm-hmm. which was like the greatest policy of all time, I believe. Uh, maybe the best uh, law of all time. I, I, I don't want to expand that to rape, but it does no. seem like Russia has done that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> It's like, congratulations yes. to Russia. Yes, yes. <laughs> I uh, Apparently, they do say that she was intoxicated when she boarded the no plane. No yes. way. So there was... You're saying alcohol may have been involved there in There was incident? liquor involved. Wow. There was liquor involved. Uh, so we... Uh, so did we get word from the guy? Is he claiming... Is he... Because I just have a lot I, of questions. I do too, but I, I think, uh, according to the article, it looks like he was satisfied. Uh, with the outcome at, at the end so he was being raped and then at the end was like ah eh. let me just read it to you <laughs> he, female air passenger and i'm quoting who forcibly performed oral sex on a man sitting next to her before before he stopped resisting mm. so at some point you just give up and you're like what am I supposed to do? I, I outweigh her by 115 pounds and I'm in an enclosed area <laughs> monitored by federal authorities. What, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> what am I supposed I mean, to do? <laughs> not that I can do. Honey, <laughs> honey, I did everything I could to stop her. It was on a, an airplane. Well, you, could, what could I do? Did you Did you just push her away? No. I well, did for a while. For a moment. Uh, and then and then I just. I was overwhelmed by her physical force. I gave up. I just gave up. Now she does. Looking at the picture of her, she seems to be a maybe a hundred and twenty pound woman. Yeah, you'd think a a male of of average size. We don't know the exact uh, size of the he guy. Could have he been would probably be what able are the, to, a small person. What are they? What is the politically correct thing to say now? Uh, whatever the most demeaning thing you could say <laughs> is the now politically correct one. Like everyone's like midget. That's terrible. Call them little people. That's better. Little people is better. Oh, what are you talking? It's the most demeaning thing. Uh, what do you call little squishy little people? Look at that little person. Look at that little person. Little that is a terrible insult. I can't imagine anyone thinks that's good. But so it's possible though. We don't have the. He might have been a little person. We didn't get any of the measurements of the gentleman. No, he could not have. Not one of them. In many ways. Anyway, we don't need to go there. Uh, just thought we would tell you. I mean, so we could just we could say safely justice is being served. She had to pay the five dollars and twenty three cent fine. Yes. Now, uh, officials at a Texas school district say a woman who was uh, working on the sex curriculum for the uh, school district, uh, they they knew that she you know knew her way around. Um, They had no idea that she was a convicted prostitute. Um, and so they're rethinking that one. They're rethinking that one. And all of the boys in the class uh, were just about to give up. They were just about to say, you know what? If we have to have a <laughs> prostitute, I guess. We stopped resisting. <laughs> Jeez. The Glenn Beck Program.